Welcome back to another episode of Nevertheless, She Persisted, your how-to guide happy place and support system for navigating the ups and downs of life. Please share today's episode with your friends and family members and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And as always, I'm not a licensed therapist, just a teenage girl hoping to help. Enjoy! All right, welcome back to another episode of Nevertheless, She Persisted. Today, I'm here with my good friend, Stephanie. Thanks for coming on Nevertheless, She Persisted, Stephanie. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So can you introduce yourself so listeners know a little bit about you and whose voice they're hearing in their ears? Of course. Um, Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. I'm 16. Um, In my free time, I really like to play soccer. I'm also really into baking. Um... Yeah, and I'm super excited to be on this podcast today. Awesome. So today we're talking about breakup etiquette. Which Juicy. is such, <laughs> such a big topic to cover. There's like so many little things. Stephanie and I talk about this all the time. Like the number of conversations we've had like over the phone and over text about like, how do we break up with this person? Or like, is this like a good way to go about this? Or just seeing how it goes with other people. We have so many opinions on this. So I thought she would be perfect to come on and weigh in her opinion so we can establish what is important when breaking up with someone. Because that is a huge issue that teenagers have to navigate and face. Absolutely. We talk about this all the time. And I think it's super, super important that, you know, when you're going into this, if this is something that you're considering, you make sure that you consider all the possible outcomes and you're prepared and you really know what you're getting yourself into. Totally. So I was thinking it'd be fun if we talk like a little bit, we can go back and forth and figure out like what the basics are, what we agree you need to think about, what the protocol should be. And at the end, I have some breakup horror stories if we want to go over those also. Um, So yeah, I think that's the layout we'll do. But yeah, do you have anything else you want to add before we get started? Let's jump right in. Alrighty. So the first thing I would say is you really, really have to think about this decision before you go into it. Like, this is Absolutely. not, maybe you're the kind of person who, like, in an argument, you're like, we're done, we're broken up, sure, fine, do your thing. When I am, like, deciding whether, like, I want to end a relationship or not, I have to think about it for so long and weigh the pros and cons out so much. I'm the exact same way. I have to know that this is exactly the right decision and that I'm mm-hmm. fully committed to separating away from this person and that it's totally. not just, you know, we're, we're going to take a quick break and maybe we'll get back together later. But this is actually a decision that I've made that I am not going to pursue a relationship with this person any further because I'm not the type of person who's like, oh, like we're done, whatever. And then I move on. It's definitely a much more serious consideration for me. <laughs> yeah. So I think we should first talk about, like, what are reasons you should break up with someone? Like, just to get that out of the way, if any of these are, like, things you're experiencing or things that come to mind, maybe just play around with the idea. Maybe talk to a friend, ask, like, I don't, like, I would never talk to my parents about breaking up with someone. But, like, if you're close to your parents, like, maybe ask them. But, like, (laughs) go to, like, a friend, go to a sibling, maybe come to this podcast. And if any of these, like, apply to you, apply to your relationship, maybe just be like, am I in the right relationship? Is this good for me? So according to psychology today, they say like the main red flags in a relationship are lack of communication, somewhat being with someone that's like irresponsible, immature, unpredictable. When there isn't any trust, that's a big red flag. Um, 
When your close family and your close friends don't like your partner, that's a that's a really big red flag. That's a really big red yeah. flag. And that one's hard because I've been in relationships before where I've been like, my parents don't know this person, like they haven't met them, they just have no reason to not like them. But honestly, looking back, the vibe that your friends and family get from someone normally is right. Like, in the moment, I am the right. first person to, like, defend that person the end and be like, no, I, like, really, really like him. Like, he, what are you talking about? You just don't know him. Like, he's really nice and funny. Like, Stephanie, you probably know who I'm talking about with this. Where, yes, like, people exactly. People don't like him, but for some reason, I have that weakness. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, he's super nice. But when you step back and after you're out of that relationship or when you're in like a really good state of mind you're like whoa whoa, wait hold on like no like my parents didn't like him my siblings thought he was kind of odd my close friends don't like being around him they're all right this guy's like a douche or whatever Um, right what's so interesting is that we're often like such poor observers of our own relationships because our friends and family can see how the relationship is affecting us way better than we can yeah so it's really important to listen to what they have to say and to take their advice I would definitely yeah yeah and then the rest of the red flags they say is like feel like really insecure about your relationship if the person you're dating has like like really keeps a lot of secrets about like their past and what went on before and another thing I want to bring up about that like I am one person of course I'm very open and vulnerable on this podcast about my struggles with mental health and my past relating to that but in real life when I'm getting to know someone friends or romantically I definitely wait a little bit to share that part of me or don't ever share the entire thing because it can be so like, it's a lot to dump on someone. It's a lot for them to handle. And I have, like, my support system, and I know how to handle that myself. So I think it's important to kind of draw the line of when they're being secretive or, like, put keeping things in the dark purposely or they're respecting their own privacy and moving on from something emotionally. Absolutely. And some other reasons I would say it's right to break up are, you know, less on the red flag side, but more in just observing your relationship. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, if it doesn't feel right anymore, if Mm -hmm. you're not, if you don't have the same expectations for a relationship. So maybe one of you is looking for more of a casual fling versus like a serious committed relationship or even just like arguing more than you're having fun. If it's, if it's really something that feels forced and it seems like the chemistry is faded away, then maybe you should Mm -hmm. reconsider you know, what that relationship is doing for you. Yeah, another thing is, like, if it's verbally or physically abusive, like, that is a huge red flag. And I don't think we should get too far into that because I personally haven't had a lot of experience with those kinds of relationships. There's lots of different protocols to go through when ending those relationships to maintain your safety and your family's safety. So we're not going to get into that. This is just little, like, spiffs and issues in teenage relationships that aren't affecting your, like, physical or emotional health severely and if you are experiencing that like a physically or emotionally abusive relationship find an adult you trust find a counselor find a therapist find someone you can talk to about that but again maybe don't necessarily follow these (laughs) direct pieces of advice for that kind of relationship yes (laughs) so with that being said we talked about like big red flags some other things I think the biggest one for me is like if you're just like not attracted to them anymore I feel like there's been times when I really want something to work like I so badly think like I would like to like someone or there's no reason I shouldn't like them but I'm just not attracted to them and I wish I was like I wish I really did like them and saw a future that happened 
I just remember your most recent fling, Matt. It was, we had all these discussions about like how it seemed so perfect on paper. And then, you know, when you're hanging out, it just doesn't click in that way that you want it to. And I think it's really important to recognize that that's a totally valid reason for ending a relationship romantically. Because it is totally fine if you enjoy hanging out with that person to continue that relationship platonically. But it's really important that you set your expectations and you set those boundaries very clearly and that there isn't any gray area there. Yeah, and with this guy, he was, like, cute. He was really nice. Like, he'd go and, like, he'd take me to dinner, and he was so nice to my family. He, he was, was, like, really so tall. nice. And he was, like, and friends I, with our other yeah. friends, boyfriends, so it just worked really well. We could, like, double date and stuff, and he was so nice. And I was, like, I so badly want this to work. This would be such a nice thing for me. And I just did it every single time I hang out, hung out with him. I was just attracted to him less and less and less. And it was, like, I so badly wanted to work, it, to work and I felt so bad about like ending things with him but I just like couldn't do it like I wasn't attracted to him and I couldn't like it with a good conscious go on and continue to lead him on because I just didn't like him now we're going to talk a little bit about like the steps you can take if you want like a really outlined approach to breaking up with someone This is really because um, it's so, so important to not avoid this conversation because avoiding it just prolongs it. It doesn't make anything better. And dragging things out just makes it so much harder in the long run because especially because you never want the person you're breaking up with to hear it from someone else before they hear it from you. So we wanted to make it as simple as possible to start having this conversation to make it super, super clear, like what your goals and what your expectations and what's your most ideal outcome from this conversation just so that you don't have any reason to delay if you follow these steps it's going to be you know the easiest possible route to take yeah exactly yeah. um and because also, this is like the longer you delay it they notice like if you're really connected to someone whether it's like a friendship a family member or a romantic relationship when you're acting different when you're withdrawing when you change the way you are around them like they can tell they're gonna know that something's absolutely coming. they're going to assume the worst they're gonna be like okay i'm gonna get dumped why won't they just do it already so if you're upfront and open a lot of the time they will be more like i don't want to say it'll make the whole situation better but they will be more understanding and open than if you've been acting like shady for days and you haven't been like reaching out or talking to them because you know you're gonna break up with them and they don't know yet exactly Okay, so the first step is that you're going to tell your significant other that you have something important to talk about with them. This is because it's really important that you don't just hit with hit them with the like we should break up out of the blue because that's can be kind of insensitive. Like so, um, but it's also really important. Also, exactly. If they're like exactly. not expecting it, it's like oh my god, like what are you? It's awful. Yeah. But also, like, when you're saying this, don't make them nervous or worry them. Just emphasize that a conversation needs to happen and um, you should be good. Oh, my God. Okay, so after, like, we have to also do a how to handle getting dumped episode. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, That's what perfect. movies to watch, like, what foods to eat, like, what to do with your friends. Oh, my God. We should just do this every week until we, like, run out of topics. Literally. Because we have so many topics. Yes, okay, literally. Okay. <laughs> All right, so the next step is to start by saying something that you, like, appreciate about the person. And we want to stay away from the, you're really great, like, I really like you, but, but say, like, we've been really close for a long time and you're really important to me, or I really value, like, how honest we are with each other, so I wanted to tell you this. Like, 
put a foundation for why you're being upfront because you value this relationship and because you do care about them and because you know that they can handle hearing this. Exactly. And this leads directly to step three, which is where you explain the main reason why you believe that you should break up. And you have to be super clear, super upfront. Some examples are, but it just doesn't feel right anymore, but I'm not ready to have a serious relationship right now, or but we're arguing more than we're having fun. Just like give your main quick reason that's super clear and conveys exactly the main reason Mm -hmm. why you think that you guys should split up. Totally. And I mean, I know it's hard. Like maybe the reason is like you're not attracted to them. And that's like awful to have to say to someone's face. Be like, hey, like I just don't find you attractive. Like that's doesn't mean that's awful. I wouldn't want to say that to someone. I'm sure it would be uncomfortable for other people to say. So you can say like I like... I've definitely pulled the card before where I'm like, I just don't want to have a relationship. It's a little bit of a cop-out, but it's okay because it is true. Like, you don't want to have a relationship with them, but, like, you don't have to say that. So, you can choose a reason that's more vague. You don't have to give be like, I really don't like it that you don't text me every night and that you never call me and that you never hang out with me and, like, give them 67 reasons why. You can just give one broad reason that's not too pointed, not too mean, And if you can't try and avoid, like, the but directly after you say something nice, because it kind of, like, erases what you just said. So if you're like, you're so great, but I just don't like you. Like, they're not going to hear the first part. Exactly. You have to make sure that you finish your first sentence before you move on Mm -hmm. to explaining why you think that it's a good idea that you might separate. And that's step four, which is saying very, very clearly that you want to break up. So literally you can say, so I want to break up. Or I want us to be friends but not go out. Or I want to stay friendly but I don't want to be your significant other anymore. Or anything like that. Um, That should really work. But this is where you are super clear. There is no gray area. This is very, very obvious to your significant other that this is the conversation that you were having. And this is your ideal outcome from as like the result of this conversation. Yeah. And you want to apologize for if you feel like you're like hurting their feelings and you like so I'm like I'm really sorry about this like I know maybe they're going through a lot right now maybe you don't want like you want to apologize for the fact that you have to put them through this but you don't want to feel genuinely guilty because you're advocating for what you emotionally need you're telling them that you like can't be in this relationship anymore and that's truly valid that's truly okay you're not apologizing for the feelings you're apologizing for like how you might be hurting them And make sure, again, you're not apologizing for how you're feeling or your emotions or what you need out of the relationship. So the quote that you're literally saying for this step five is like, I don't want to hurt you or I'm sorry if this isn't the way you wanted things to be or I'm sorry if this hurts you. Just be super direct about it. But then in step six, you can say something super positive and uplifting. So something like, I know you'll be okay. I know we'll always care about each other. I'm so glad that I got the chance to get to know you. And I know there's another person who will be happy to have a chance to go out with you. So make sure that you're ending on a note that is uplifting. And that really shows that you respect this other person. And you know, you don't regret all the positive memories that you shared together. Yeah. And so after that, like after you've done your little spiel, you can even use like the dear man, like protocol that we talked about a couple episodes ago. But after you've said what you want to say, you're going to listen to what they have to say. And if you are in, like, a serious relationship, and if you do have an emotional connection with this person, they're probably going to be pretty angry. Like, they're going to be upset. You're going to hear that, and they're going to have probably a reaction. 
and you just want to sit back you want to let them experience their emotions be patient with that and really just give them their space to have that emotional experience and then what's best after that is step eight just to give the other person space and let them process that let them get through that because if like I know in my experience when I've still liked someone the most difficult thing is being around them or seeing them or still talking to them because I even though they don't have feelings, like, I still do. And so it's awful to, like, you still like someone and know that they don't like you back, and you still feel like the dynamics have changed, even though it's changed for them how they view it. Exactly, exactly. So just making sure that you're only attempting to be friends with them once you are completely over the idea of dating them, and you know that they're also completely over the idea of dating you. It's really, really important that that you wait until you get that um, get to that stage because, you know, it can probably be pretty negative if you don't. Yeah. And there's like no timeline for that. Everyone takes different amounts of time to get over to relationships. I know for me, sometimes it's been years before I can finally be like, I don't like that person at all. Like I would never picture being in a relationship with them because I cared so much about them and we were so close and other people just takes a couple days a couple weeks especially if you're the one breaking up with someone it's normally much easier to get over them and as soon as you break up with them you're like okay we're done like easy wouldn't think about dating them but when you're getting dumped sometimes it takes a really long time to get over that and get to that get past that step of moving past the relationship yeah exactly Do you want to be featured on a future episode or have questions you want answered about therapy, depression, anxiety, or life? Do you want to share your story? Email inquiries at shepersistedpodcast.com or reach out via social media. You can also head over to my website, shepersistedpodcast.com and fill out the contact form anonymously or with your name. I hope to hear from you. So just to recap... Step one is warning, I guess, your SO that you have something important to talk to, talk to them about. Mm-hmm. Step two is start starting by saying something you appreciate about them. Step three is explaining the primary reason why you should break up. Step four is really, really clearly articulating that you want to break up. Step five is apologizing for hurting them. Step six is saying something positive. Step seven is listening. And step eight is giving that other person space. So... Take notes, people, because this is the easiest way to make sure that you and your significant other can respectfully split apart from each other and you no longer have an excuse to avoid the conversation. All you need to do is those eight steps and boom, you are officially going to be broken up. So some last like notes and details that we just want you to think about when you are going through a breakup or whatever it is that you are trying to do to end the relationship the first one is be firm which is like no apologies stick to what you're saying we talked about this in the dear man episode but you've decided you've weighed the pros and cons and you are firm with this decision you're not going to go back on it so keep and like stay true to yourself with that decision that you've made and don't be like i'm so sorry you're right we shouldn't break up be firm exactly the second thing is to allow yourself to be sad Even though you are the one who's initiating the breakup, a breakup is a sign of incompatibility and sometimes that can be difficult to recognize and difficult to admit and difficult to move on from. So, you know, let yourself have those emotions and don't feel that just because you initiated the breakup that you don't have the right to feel sad because, you know, you're, you're losing your significant other too. 
And then when you're weighing the pros and cons of ending a relationship, before you get to the step of breaking up, it's important to give, like, let's say you want to break up because your significant other never makes time to call you. So say that's the biggest issue. Say that's the reason why you want to break up. It's really important that you give them the time to try and change that and try and like give them that feedback. Say like, I notice you don't ever call me. It would make me feel a lot more connected and loved if you talk to me on the phone more. So give them the time to try and fix that before you immediately jump into trying to break up with them. Yeah. Um, And then just a few final things. Definitely don't rush into the difficult conversation without being prepared. Now that we've given you sort of an eight-step outline, just make sure that you think through what you're going to say so that you're clear with yourself about why you want to break up, Um, just so you avoid saying things that you might regret and so that you're doing what's right for you um, and being sensitive towards them. And then finally... Never, ever, ever break up via text. It's really simple. Just don't do it. Oh, I've definitely Um, done that before. (laughs) Okay, well, wait. Let's go through protocol for this. If you are in a relationship where you are, like, girlfriend and boyfriend or girlfriend and girlfriend, whatever it is. Yes. If you're in a committed relationship, you've been dating for a while to the point where you're like, yeah, this is my significant other don't break over over text like please don't do it yeah if you are if you have defined your relationship with the label like boyfriend and girlfriend then I feel like you're at the level where you're like exclusive enough where yeah if you are exclusive and like date exactly exactly but if it's like a hangout a hookup whatever it is that you're not boyfriend and girlfriend a text can be okay in certain situations you just have to weigh how serious the relationship is but if you've crossed that to like we are girlfriend and boyfriend we are boyfriend and boyfriend whatever it is do not break up with them over text it's the most insensitive rude like awful thing please don't exactly do it. it's easier even it's a cop out but don't do it and even if you physically cannot meet up for some reason um COVID-19 then I yes. would suggest breaking up over FaceTime a video call is the next best thing you can thing. get on Zoom before yeah. your next oh my class gosh. <laughs> but do your best to say it in person because it really is an in-person conversation um the other really important thing is don't break up in a super public space because the other person might feel limited in what they have to say and might feel embarrassed about their emotions and especially if there's other people around especially if it's other people that you know it just might be a much more traumatic situation for them than it has to be so my suggestion would be a neutral space that just doesn't have a lot of people around um and this can be like well I guess the only places I've initiated it are like the other thing I was gonna say was like like at their house you can leave when you're ready but where else would you suggest um like a neutral place like like a park like go to yeah get like dinner or something like that go on a walk a walk is a good one um yeah exactly don't just, do it right before like an event or something you have to go to together a fam- I've been dumped before a family dinner before like with his family and he didn't tell oh his parents God. he was breaking up with me and so that was oh my awful God. um so That's just be awful. thoughtful about that think about you don't want to put them through that after you've just like emotionally hurt them um and we'll do more episodes we'll talk about how to handle getting dumped like um what else for sure um, so I guess we should just say like how to decide the best possible like, space. Yeah. Oh, you can go. I don't know what else so, to say. 
the best possible spaces for you to break up with someone are neutral spaces. So think like going for a walk, going to a park, something like that, or even an empty classroom if you have to break up at school for some reason. Um, But my suggestion would probably be if you, you know, if none of those options are working for you, then maybe do it at their house so that you can leave on your own terms when you are ready. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely make sure that you're not breaking up in front of a lot of people. Make sure that you're not breaking up at a really inconvenient time, like right before a really big event or, um, you know, a really important something. I don't really know. Like a big (laughs) test. If they have something like super big coming up, like they have this big project or they are really nervous about this presentation, try Mm -hmm. and be thoughtful. Maybe say, let me just wait until after this is done so that I don't add more stress to them. Maybe they're taking the SAT in a couple weeks. Like, please just wait. Um, Maybe a couple weeks is fine, but like the next day or like something like that. So just weigh those options. I know Stephanie, you're doing that right now with like weighing like when a good time is given the fact that like support systems are readily accessible right now, given the self-quarantining. So keep those things in mind. Have compassion for the other person. So, yeah. All right. The other thing I know that I do, I would definitely say more often than not, I'm the one being dumped. So this is not typical. (laughs) However, if you have, like, find yourself dumping someone more than once, especially if it's, like, a casual thing, if you have, like your thoughts written out for when you want to end a relationship, write it down, put it in your notes. Like the points, like you don't want to be in a relationship. You really respect them and how nice they were. And go back to those ideas that you've established as true and valid for you. And you can workshop those into a breakup text, a breakup call, whatever it is. Yes, exactly. So yeah, what else should we talk about? We can do some horror stories if you want. Oh my God. Okay, so... Let's see. Let me count here. So mm-hmm. and not all these were serious. Like the first one was literally in the sixth grade. Like it was a middle school relationship. And that time I was dumped. <laughs> what I learned from that experience, this boy did. He's not a man. He's boy. So sixth grade, <laughs> he didn't know how to break up with someone. Totally get it. I'm sorry, bud. But he told all of his friends who told the entire class that he was going to break up with me before he broke up with me. So one of my friends came up to me and was like, did you get dumped yet? And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, my relationship is going great. And they were like, oh, okay. So that's why we caution you. Like we said earlier, please don't tell other people before you tell this person unless you trust them and you're using them for support. Just make sure that respect the person that you're breaking up with enough to tell them first. Yeah. I don't think I need to add anything to that. That makes total sense. Yeah. (laughs) Next horror story. The next relationship was like a little more serious. I dumped them. This was super a bad experience. He did not like this. He was like, no, 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 we can't break up. Like, we're not breaking up. Like, he wouldn't let me leave the situation, which is, again, why I say, like, the public area that's neutral. Like, we were like, he was like, no, 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 you can't leave. And I was like, no, yes, I am. Like, this is so uncomfortable. Please let me go. So neutral space public space so if the person reacts badly they can't scream they can't do whatever and you can leave the situation oh my god okay that's what i learned from that one and then next one next time i got dumped i was not expecting it at all it was the worst breakup i've ever gone through i cried for like three days straight 
And what I learned from that one is please don't do it before you have an event or you have to be around a bunch of other people because he dumped me and proceeded to bring me to his family dinner where his parents were like, oh, this is so cute. Like, Sadie, do you like his hair short or long? Like, what do you think is cuter? Like having all these conversations and I'm sitting here like I just got dumped. Like they don't know this. And I just have to pretend like nothing happened. So if you are having like a family dinner, if you're seeing a bunch of friends that you're not close to, if you have an event, anything, please do not dump them right before that. Yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) I think that speaks for itself. And then the next relationship was I was in, I got dumped over text. And this guy was just like, oh, actually, like, I just like don't want to hang out anymore. And that was... There was some amount of relief because it was like he was like at least acknowledged that something wasn't going well before we were both just like avoiding the topic and avoiding discussing it. But again, put some time into the text. Please make it more than one sentence. Like at least value the person to enough to validate that like you liked them, like you valued their time, you had a relationship. And then the last relationship I ended, I sent a really nice text. I felt so bad because he was so nice. But I felt good about that. Like, I wrote out what my thoughts were, how I felt about it, and I feel like I pretty well communicated what I wanted to say. Let's see if I can find it and read it. That to was you a listeners. really, really well written text. I remember like it was seeing so that good, and being Stephanie. mad and so good. Um, this is why if you are doing a breakup text, get your therapist to help you write it. Okay. What? That's so genius. Yeah. Okay, so I have, like, a couple different drafts. Like, one you could say, like, hey, I've been thinking about it, and I'm realizing the whole dating thing is kind of a lot for me, given, like, the distance between us, like, school being busy, insert your thing there. I hope you understand. I just wanted to let you know where my head's at as soon as possible. Another one you could say, hey, I want to be honest. I'm not sure your opinion, but I'm really not feeling this. We just aren't connecting. Another easy thing to start a conversation and let them know where you're at. And then another one, hey, we've hung out a few times and it makes me sad, but I'm just not feeling a connection. It's hard to say because you've been so kind and respectful to me. I want to be fair to you and let you know where my head is at sooner rather than later. I hope you can understand though I respect it if you don't. So that one, you're giving them time to process it, have an emotional reaction, and you're also staying true to your like assert that you are breaking up with them and yeah yeah 10 out of 10 I don't have any like fun breakup stories all of mine have just been kind of like okay like um we're gonna stop talking and then it's just like okay (laughs) yeah and like honestly sometimes that's like literally the easiest option you know what I mean yeah for sure and it's an easy out and it it makes sense. Yeah. I don't really think I have anything to add. Okay, perfect. Alrighty. Thank you so much for coming on this week's episode, Stephanie. We'll be back with, like, what to do when you get dumped, like, relationship advice, all of that. Don't oh, worry, guys. Oh, so, so much relationship advice. Yes. So thank you for coming on this week. Be sure to listen to our next episodes. Thank you again for coming on. Of course. Anytime, Sadie. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. Bye.
If you enjoyed this week's episode of Nevertheless, She Persisted, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share with your friends and family. To stay updated on new episodes dropping and bonus content, follow Nevertheless, She Persisted on social media. Instagram at She Persisted Podcast, Twitter at Persist Podcast, Facebook at Nevertheless, She Persisted Podcast with Sadie Sutton, and check out my website, ShePersistedPodcast.com. And don't worry, all of these are linked in today's episode notes. Don't forget to subscribe, and I'll see you next Friday.